This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, the big story that we're going to be talking about today has to do with the impact of money laundering in this province. And it's going to be busy. So we thought, let's get a preview of what we expect to hear and how this is all going to be rolled out. So joining us now is Richard Sussman, our Global News online legislative reporter. Hi, Richard. Hi, Simi. You guys are going to be busy today. Yes, (laughs) we are going to be busy today. That's a fact. All right. How is this going to roll out Yeah, so we're going to get a technical briefing starting very soon. The provincial government will show us the two reports that were conducted looking into money laundering uh, in the housing market. Uh, Peter German uh, did an extensive report on money laundering in the housing market, uh, horse race tracks, as well as luxury cars. We've already seen uh, the parts on the horse racing as well as luxury cars. This is the big one. Uh, So he's going to lay out what has been found in terms of uh, problems uh, with laundering in the housing market. There's another report that was done by Maureen Maloney and a team, uh, three experts who are put in, it's a Ministry of Finance report that was looking at the financial impacts of money laundering on the housing market. And we expect it is going to be a doozy and that it will come with some pretty serious changes from the provincial government in terms of monitoring and regulations. Uh, But a big part of this as well is working with the federal government. And I'm guessing we'll hear that there were some real challenges with enforcement around the federal government being able to stop uh, widespread money laundering uh, in uh, Metro Vancouver and British Columbia's housing market. Okay, so what have you heard? Like, What might we be expecting to hear? We have heard that... If the German report is a 7 out of 10 on the, wow, I can't believe this is happening meter, uh, the Maloney report is a 14 out of 10. Oh. Uh, so we have, you know, seen these reports come in from Peter German, and I think people look at them, and they've seen Sam Cooper's reporting, and they've seen John Waz reporting, and mm-hmm. they've heard my reporting, and they know what's going on. They still see those reports and say, wow. I think people are going to say, wow, after they see this. I think what we're going to get a sense of is that criminals were using proceeds of crime, allegations, buying houses, and that had an impact on the overall market. So imagine this, Simi. Somebody comes in to try to launder money and they have infinite funds and a home is listed for $1.2 million and they buy it for $1.5 million. All of a sudden, every home in that neighborhood is now worth $1.5 million because of the comps. And that obviously has a serious impact. And if we see this happening time and time again, I think we may be able to finger point at least a small part of the reason why we've seen these housing prices explode. Clearly, there are lots of other issues for our housing crisis in Metro Vancouver. But if criminal proceeds is just a small part of that, it no doubt will raise a lot of concerns from the public. Yeah, I mean, I saw that happen in my neighborhood over and over and over. Over a period of six months, there was one house a couple doors down from me that sold three times. Right. Uh, And just for more and more every single time. Like, I think we know there was craziness. Now, given how big we expect this to be, Richard, do you think that has contributed to the change in tone that we've heard from the provincial government regards to a public inquiry? Because whereas before they were kind of, no, we don't really need this. All of a sudden in the last couple of weeks, I've gotten this sense that it's become a very real possibility. I think it more has to do with the public and the public has been writing, 
calling, visiting MLA's offices, demanding that we have accountability. These reports are not going to point fingers. They will su suggest solutions. They will tell us stories. They will not place blame. They will not place blame on the criminals. They will not place blame on you know, those who allowed the transactions to take place. No blame will be on the provincial government, the federal government. What the public wants is people to be held accountable yeah. for money laundering in casinos, in luxury cars, and in the housing market. And people have been calling for it. I think cabinet hears that. I think there are a number of people around that cabinet table who have a lot of constituents saying, we need this. And you have to deliver for us as British Columbians. And I think that's where the change has come from. I don't expect that decision on a public inquiry today. But David Eby told me yesterday it could be soon. So cabinet has these reports in front of them. They are assessing them. They are trying to determine is an inquiry the best way to deal with this. And one right. thing, Simi, quickly that stood out to me okay. is the two of the biggest advocates for the public inquiry in Metro Vancouver are Port Coquitlam Mayor Brad West and Vancouver City Councilor Christine Boyle. And the reason they're important is because Brad West is close friends with Mike Farnworth, the public safety minister. I think Farnworth trusts his judgment and Christine Boyle, David Eby, the attorney general, was a big supporter of her city council bid. Again, I think David Eby trusts her judgment. Huh. You know, I think hearing from high profile local politicians who are just getting into politics and who are also to have closer to people, right? Exactly. Like hear more from the people. Yeah. And to have people around the cabinet table who trust them, I think that is going to um, inform the discussions that are happening around the cabinet table. Does the Maloney report, so did that collect yeah. information from within the government? Like, is, it last, is that where a lot of the financial information is coming from? Yeah, so let me just quickly read to you from the mandate of that report. Okay. And it, it came from public submissions, existing legislative frameworks, best practices in other jurisdictions, and work that's currently underway by the government to prevent money laundering in real estate. So they took those multiple facets and made an assessment about what had happened and what can happen going forward in terms of closing potential loopholes uh, that would have allowed large transactions to take place without a whole lot of accountability that, you know, real estate agents or brokers or others were not able to spot effectively criminal behavior. How can they give those real estate boards the power to do it. The Real Estate Association of BC has come out in advance and, and submitted a number of uh, suggestions for what can be done. I think that's just one step. And no doubt the government has seen that letter and those will be part of the uh, recommendations that will be uh, uh, come forward that will become public in, in an hour and a half from now. Okay. So how long are you going to be spending at the technical briefing? It sounds like they're going to walk you through quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. So we'll get to look through the entirety of both reports and uh, chat with the authors of both reports. Reports, uh, and then that will allow us to, uh, you know, inform our reporting. So right at twelve ten, we'll have something up uh, on the website, uh, and then we can uh, go from there in terms of how we get the information to the public. But you know, our jobs is to ensure that the public can look through these reports as well, yeah, and and see what's happening here. So we'll work our way through the reports over the next hour, uh, and then that information will be available to the public, and no doubt we'll, you know, immediately after. Uh, we'll hear from David Eby and Carol James uh, in terms of the political reaction. All but right. we want to make sure that all the listeners out there know what are in these reports, what the impact has been on their lives, and what the government is doing to fix it. And then that larger question of, is the inquiry needed, and when may a decision on that come? Absolutely. Okay, thanks, Richard. Thanks, Simi. My pleasure as always. That's Richard Zussman, our Global News online legislative reporter.